Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. It's your boy, Justin Alexio. And how are you guys doing today? Justin, how are you feeling, man? I'm hot as shit. Hot? Yeah. It's been hot lately in LA. Uh guys, hot. guess <laughs> hot for LA. Guess uh new new development. Uh oh. Uh so our guest house opened up, so my one iron rights took that. I didn't take it because I was like, I don't want to increase my rent. Sure, sure. But uh, so then a room opened up, and so we never uh, usually like the house manager guy that lives in the front. He uh, he fills the rooms, which is fine to me. I don't want to deal with it. So uh, he just filled the room, and I'm now living with like this 19 year old model that uh, lives across from me. So uh, we'll see how that goes. In the same room? No, no, no. Across from me. Across from me. Like she now. We all. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so I'm living with a 19 year old guys. I've never lived with someone so young. How do you feel? I don't know. I'm like, am I going to meet all your hot friends? Cause that would be awesome. But I wonder if that's too young. 19. I don't know. It's up to you, man. <laughs> would you, if I was like, here's my 19 year old girlfriend, you wouldn't judge me. I judge people when they, they bring people around that young that are my age. Uh, yeah. If they can't. Here's the thing. They're legally not even allowed to drink yet, and you're taking them to parties and stuff. It just becomes kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. Here's my underage girlfriend. I'm just uh, going to give her some beers on the side real quick. Just yeah, I, w- I would never buy alcohol for her or her friends, but then it's like, what yeah. If, what if she offered you sex for... Then now this is real creepy, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, Justin, please, we need a case of beer for uh, our homecoming. <laughs> now she's even younger. <laughs> like 18. Yeah, starting off the building years uh, with a creepy part of the episode. Yeah, well, you made it creepy. I'm, I'm trying to be a good guy. Justin inherently is creepy, so <laughs> he can't blame that on me that I made it creepy. You know, I went to this uh, audit for this uh, acting class, and I did the scene, and then uh, as soon as the scene was over, the lady was like, yeah, you got this just like natural creepy persona about you. She said that? Yeah, and she's like, it's not bad, it's good. But I was like, that's not good. How's that good? You're like, uh, my wife was dying in the scene. Why, how is that? How did you get creepy from that? Yeah. What kind of scene was it? It was a scene where I was just trying, I was just supposed to be nervous on a first date kind of thing, but I was not trying to be creepy at all. I was just trying to be nervous, and she's like, yeah, I came across a little creepy. It was good for the scene, though. I was like, okay. You're like, yeah, I, I meant to do that. Yeah. Acting. I, I made a strong choice, and I, I followed that choice. Well, good for you, man. Yeah, Is man. that the first time you've audited an acting class in a while? No, I've 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 audited a bunch of acting classes before. recently. No, uh, maybe like a year and a half ago. That was the question. It wasn't if you had audited. Oh, uh, yeah, I haven't audited in a while because I just been at this one studio off and on for a year and a half. So yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. Do you do you feel like it's made you a better actor going to this studio? Oh, acting class, yeah, yeah. yeah I, dude, before I started, I, I couldn't cry. Now I can cry. There you go. I'm emotionally available, and uh, every girl I've dated since I've started this acting class has been like, 
you have all these breakthroughs in acting class, but you're still just the same old Justin. <laughs> so um, I guess I got to fix it in so real life, too. You've, you've tried to date every girl in your acting class, essentially. <laughs> that's, that's the way, that's what that came across to me as. Uh, like, God. You hook them with the tears in the class, and then you're hard douchebag Justin as soon as you leave the room. Come on, baby. <laughs> that Spider-Man sketch. I love the way you say that. <laughs> Shut up, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, some people tell me that that uh, that line was misogynistic. But I was like, I'm playing a character. I'm not misogynistic because we have that line in, I don't know. Dude, people, really? You had multiple people that told you that? Yeah, I had like three or four people tell me that. But that line's misogynistic. It wasn't even that they were offended. They're like, oh, other people are going to get offended by that. And I was like, well, then, uh, oh. then stop worrying about it until they approach me. Yeah. Don't tell me what other people are going to approach me about. Yeah. That's so frustrating. So what you been up to this week, bro? Dude, I've just been trying to get readjusted since I got back from Montreal. And I'll tell you something. Quite a downer compared to <laughs> Montreal. Back to, dude, I went to an open mic on Friday night. Oh, God. And yeah. I was like, man, ah, <laughs> looks like they're serving a lot of humble soup here. And I am having seconds and thirds right now. Yeah, baby. Oh, I mean, it's just, you know, this is very difficult to go from sold-out shows almost every single night. With celebrities. With celebrities and people who I really respect. Not that I don't respect the people at the open mics that I'm going to with, my, my colleagues. But it's just a little different, you know? You're playing for people who don't want to look at you at all <laughs> versus people <laughs> who are really excited to see you. Like like the, the you have cred around you just because you are there at the festival. You're like, oh, this guy must be good because he's at this festival. Nobody thinks that like, oh, this guy must be good. He's trying out material at this open mic. He's got to be good. So, you know, it's just, uh, you know, a week of trying not to be depressed and, and, <laughs> yeah. and com coming off of that high. Just coming off of that high, man. But it was a good week. I can't can't complain too much. It, was, it ended up being pretty busy. We did the roast battle on Tuesday, and that was that was extra fun because uh, the all Negro wave reunited. Jamar Neighbors and Willie Hunter and myself were all there, and it was a lot of fun. I don't know how how many more times that's gonna happen, but it was a lot of fun. People are taking off. Pretty much, uh, dude. I, I watched Gerard Carmichael. Speaking of people taking off, Willie's writing on Gerard's show, the Carmichael show, and Jamar just is going to be one of the stars in that new Key and Peele movie. Gerard Carmichael was on the Tonight Show last night. Yeah. And did uh, did you see that? I haven't seen it. I got it DVR'd. He killed it, man. You like if anybody wonders if any, I don't think anybody really wonders like how did Gerard get so big. Just watch that interview with him and Jimmy Fallon, and you're like, oh, he did this in any network room or whatever. He, like, charmed. He was funny and super comfortable. Yeah. And it was just like, you never question, like, should this guy be here? It's just like, oh, no. This is this is the star of a sitcom. Yeah. Like, it just made sense. Him and Jimmy, like, he was cracking Jimmy up. Not that that's, like hard thing to do necessarily <laughs> but he was they were talking about the comedy store a lot which is pretty cool 
and uh, they're talking about Gerard's special and then his show, and then they showed a clip from the Carmichael show, and yeah, man, I'm very excited for him. Yeah, Gerard's super nice guy too. That's the oh, other, dude, other big plus, dude, totally. He let me, Jamar, and Willie stay in his hotel room last year for the New York Comedy Festival. So, oh. we, so we wouldn't have to have our own hotel rooms. Yeah, save me some money. Save me, save us some money. And he wasn't even in the room. <laughs> he ended up like staying somewhere else or something, or he couldn't make it. I don't know. But we got his room for free, which was really nice of him. <laughs> I'll always remember that. Because <laughs> uh, your boy be broke over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so did that on Tuesday, and then, you know, uh, just been writing a lot this week, and doing some sketch-type stuff, and, yeah, doing some shows here and there. Uh, we did, uh, I hosted a couple shows at the improv on Saturday, which never happens. So that was a lot of fun. I hosted the eight, eight o'clock and then, um, we did a midnight snack with Avery Pearson, Josh Adam Myers. Yeah. And that was a good time. We, I did a teen tour for that eight o'clock did, show. Did it, did it go good this time? It says a little rough the last time. Uh, no, actually, I mean, I felt. I feel actually good about all of them. I mean, it's rough for some comedians for sure because they don't, they just do their act exact. Yeah. There's a couple of mistakes. They either do their acts exact and they're like, I don't care. (laughs) I do the same material everywhere. It's like, all right, that's one approach. And then there's other people who overplay to the audience. And then the kids are like, stop training us like we're little kids. And then there's the perfect comedian who does a little balance, which is you. Well,. (laughs) Guys, I did pretty well. Uh, no, for for the show that I did on Saturday, I saw these girls. Um, um, they were Nanang and Stanky Legging and um, the audience. Mm-hmm. And um, why and, are they sitting whipping. down watching the show? <laughs> well, the the music, the the music was playing before the show started. Oh, okay. So now watch me whip. Now watch me Nanang. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so that was playing, and I saw these girls dancing. So the way I opened my set is I called these girls up on stage, and they I told them to instruct me and teach me how to how to whip and nay nay, and yeah. it ended up being pretty entertaining. Went went over well. I'm always nervous to bring kids on stage because uh, man, it's a risk. A, yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. I'm like, man, I don't host here very often. <laughs> I might be putting my foot in my mouth, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you rolled the dice. Did uh, did you hear about that uh, that that robot that uh, the Americans killed, Hitchbot? Oh yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Basically, if you didn't hear, guys, a robot traveled all through Europe and Canada. It's uh, it was made to uh, hitchhike across so people, and it kind of talks a little bit. And uh, then when it got to Philadelphia. <laughs> they they decapitated his head <laughs> and ripped his arms off. <laughs> That's really funny. Because I'm proud to be an American. Because at least I know I'm free and I won't. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what, though? That would happen in Philadelphia. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people I met from Philadelphia, they're all very nice. I love people I know from Philly. But... uh they're really tough, and I feel like if that 
that robot was talking shit. Game over. Because uh, I used to date a girl in uh, who was from Philly, freshman year. Mm-hmm. And she was so nice to me. But, like, any time I would act out of line, she would just come down hard on me. And uh, I remember <laughs> at this party... She was uh she was upset that I wasn't spending a lot of time with her because you know I was a freshman I was trying to party I was trying to fuck, uh and so my brother came to visit me, and uh, he he was with her in my room and she was crying to him and I walked in and I was I saw that and I was like I gotta go get something and then I left my brother there to deal with that, uh, which looking back is kind of fucked up to my brother and and to Jill for not uh making her feel better but uh you're 18 what you gonna do. I was a huge D-bag. But now I'm better, ladies, so, uh, you know. So Justin's available. If anything you learned from this podcast, Justin is available. <laughs> he wants it. He's ready to go. Ladies. Um, and then what we have, everyone's talking about. I'm in a weird mood. What? Yeah, you are in a weird mood. <laughs> Weird. Everybody's talking about what? Um, I'm so curious of what you're gonna say. Like, uh, oh, um, I just hate how everyone's talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett's divorce. I'm like, dude, didn't that happen forever ago? Well, it's always been rumored, but there was like we're together. But now it's people are finding happening. out. Well, people are finding out they've been living in different houses or whatever. I'm like, dude, it's not anyone's business. I don't understand. And people are like, oh, they're celebrities. <laughs> Will Smith, another person from Philadelphia who's super fucking cool. See how I'm wrapping this podcast together? Man, you're doing the heavy lifting today. I'm not contributing much to this podcast. <laughs> uh, you went to Julie Marcus's birthday on Friday, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I saw... <laughs> I saw I'll keep him nameless. Uh, I saw one of our former podcast guests. And, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really funny because he was like... He's like, man, I just killed it at this show. And he's like, and this girl ain't giving me nothing. <laughs> like, she oh, was you not impressed. have to tell me who it is after this podcast. Yeah. It's That's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, I got there and she's like, yeah, Justin, Justin was here earlier. And I was like, man, Justin doesn't tell me anything anymore. <laughs> oh, you went? Yeah. Oh, you must have went late. I did go late. <laughs> I went at uh, two in the morning. Oh yeah, I went at one thirty or two in the morning, dude. All, all, I mean, all Julie's friends are older, so I, I would think it would be very dead at that time. They're still going. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Did you have any friends besides Julie there? Yeah, I took, uh, um, I took uh, Jeff and Omar. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they know her. Yeah, I was just like around midnight. I was like, yeah, I'm done here. It's also weird because like. I just, I didn't know anybody, and I was just ready to get out of there. Yeah? Yeah. See, you should have gone late. That's what happens whenever you communicate to your friends, then you schedule a time to go at the same time. Well, you could have communicated to me. Communication is a two-way street. Uh, Did you jump in that jumpy house? No, I didn't. I was like, you know, it's so late. I'm just asking to get hurt right now. (laughs) But did you win any of the prizes? No. I don't even... I did. What did you win? A box of weed. <laughs> what you, would you do with it? I sold it. <laughs> you just, so now you're a drug dealer. Yeah, pretty much. 
guys, <laughs> I've had to do a lot of things that I'm not proud of whenever I became a comedian out here. And uh, I got free weed. I wasn't going to give it back. Yeah. And I was like, I'm around <laughs> comedians all the time. Dude, I went to the comedy store. I sold it in under 60 seconds. <laughs> in under 60 seconds, I sold it. I asked the guy, I was like, hey, do you know anybody uh, that might want some weed? He's like, I want it. I was like, boom, let's go to the back right now. <laughs> All right. But he owes me $15. He's did like, he? I only have 25 <laughs> I was like, that, that's fine for now. Did, uh, I see you did like you every day. Did you feel good selling it in the back corner of the comedy store? You know what? I didn't really care because it's like, that guy's gonna buy it anyway, and it's like he's gonna get it anyway. Why not? Why not <laughs> this is a, this is such a, a gangster's mentality. Why not me benefit from it? You know what I'm saying, dog? Why not? I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's the first time I sold weed. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it's almost legal out here in California. Yeah. I. I, I, I mean, I was a little bit nervous because I accidentally left it in my car overnight, and then my car reeked of weed. Uh, it was just like. And it was in like a, a little box thing. And yeah. It stunk up my car. Weed is potent, man. It's gone now, but for a day, dude, it, yeah, I didn't want to get pulled over or anything. Yeah. Well, if you don't have it in there. That's the thing is I've had friends that have smoked and then uh, they get in my car and they make the car smell like weed. And then I've had a cop pull me over like later in the night. Oh, really? And he's like, searching the vehicle, probable cause. And I'm just like, you're not going to find anything. And that's when you can get real in the cop's face. Like, fuck you. You're not going to find anything. That's when I get cocky. Yeah. I hate getting pulled over. I think I sold this story. You've been searched? Yeah, dude. They always, going into Phoenix. Is oh, yeah, yeah, Border yeah. control always searches my shit. So, and I usually say no, but sometimes they just make me. So, you know. And it's Arizona, so they're already semi-racist. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh. Uh, is this not a white guy who's who's <laughs> coming through? We're gonna give him an extra looks around. You guys, guess what? I'm going to Phoenix actually on tomorrow. Boop, 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 boop. Dude, you, nice. You want to know why I'm going in the middle of a week? Justin, why? People usually, you know, you just, oh, Justin, you're going on the weekend. You go see your family. You come back. Oh, why are you going in the middle of the week? Won't you miss a lot of days from LA? Oh, it's guys. It's because it's cheaper. To buy a round trip plane ticket to see the doctor than it is to pay the out of network insurance costs. Are you in serious? California. Yeah. That's insane. So I'm just flying to Arizona to go to the doctor uh, and then I'm going to come back. So I'm going to be gone for Thursday and then I'm coming back Friday morning. Oh my goodness. So. Oh my goodness. And if my doctor tries to cancel on me, I'm going to be like, I took a plane to see you. See what he says. My doctor's kind of a my doctor's kind of a dick because uh, he it's a small town, so he's the uh, father of my friend, and so uh, I just remember being because I've kn- I've known him before he was my doctor. He's a doctor for only eighteen year olds and up, so I've known him since I was a kid. And he's like, "How many people are you sleeping with?" And I was like, "Are you asking as my doctor or as my, as a friend, my friend's dad?" Yeah. It's gonna chastise me, so I lied to him. <laughs> I rounded down. Wow! So that means Justin's getting it wet lately, ladies. Why you gotta say that? It makes that so creepy. I don't know. I just, I just because you say that like these like it. It's so funny to me sometimes the way you describe your sex life. So I just like like to be as literal as possible <laughs> right after you. I've been like, so I had to round down. 
Because, like, the inner monologue of Justin is saying, Because you know I be getting in. I be getting in the ladies. You know what I'm saying? So I just like to say out loud what I think that you're actually thinking. Okay. Well, that's Does that good. make sense? Yeah, no, that's good. All right. I get it. I do, but I do get sit in. But I say it in a nicer tone. Not He's so taking aggressive. acting classes, ladies, so he's <laughs> less creepy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know, uh, I had to ask you, Jeremiah, have you ever have you ever been hit by a girl? I was thinking about this today. Uh, No. I don't think so. I do think it's... I was talking about people this. I think it's just as fucked up for a girl to hit a guy. If I got punched in the face by a girl, oh, man, it'd be really hard for me to not punch her back. Well, okay. What if it's like... Because here's what's happened to me. If it's a slap... There's like you get one. I'm not. What if it's like a punch to the body, like into the stomach? I've been punched in the stomach by a girl. You got to be careful because you're most likely way stronger than this girl. Oh, I would. I've never. I would never hit a woman. I've never even come close. Even when I was in if that situation. If a woman hit you in the face, like with a like a fist, like a closed fist, punched you in the eye. Well, here's what. My, and you're not dating her. Here's the point I was making. She's a stranger. <laughs> No, no, we got to finish this. I, I need to see if you'll hit a woman under the right circumstance. Because I definitely will. Oh, oh wow. dude, if if yeah. if a lady punched me in the face that was like a stranger, I might have to punch her back. See, I wouldn't. Simply because you would get in trouble. You might want, I, I would want to. If someone hit me in the face, of course. But like, I just. Would I, you get in trouble though? Yeah. If a woman punched you in the face for no you, good reason. You can only you can only defend yourself. So at that point, it's not defending yourself, it's revenge. So it's no no. All right, I guess I wouldn't then. I guess Jeremiah's <laughs> I just saved you from getting a domestic abuse. Case. I guess. Ah oh, man. That's crazy. Because here's what. Well, the, what if a guy hit you in the face for no good reason? Oh, and I then you whoop punch, his ass. But and then you punched him in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's. You wouldn't get in trouble. You, it, no, Jeremiah, because he's not a woman. They look at it differently. They're technically not supposed. I'm to. all about equal rights, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been. Yeah, I've gotten in plenty of fights with dudes, no problem. But like, here's the point I was trying to make: is that I've been hit in the stomach. By like a girl I was dating, uh, for no reason, kind of came out of nowhere. But I think it was just as bad because it's bad for a guy to hit a woman because the guy is so much stronger. Right, she can't protect herself. But my logic was a woman hitting me was just as bad. But because of the social stigma and how it's wrong, I can't defend myself. So I literally, she was hitting me, and I couldn't defend myself. So I feel like I'm just in the same position as the woman would be. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should be talking to a girl about this because I'm sure girls are listening like, ah, but I just, what do you think? I, I feel girls, like my logic was safe on that, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think my logic is safe, right? They, yeah, they should. They if should a crazy to- lady, <laughs> if a crazy lady ran at me and punched me in the face, it's like a zombie apocalypse, I'd punch her back in the face. I don't think you could do that. In a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> are you serious? You think the police would be like, oh, Jeremiah's a bad human being. There's zombies running everywhere, and a random lady just random punched him in the face. I love it in action movies whenever, like, 
the 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 girls are like beating the guys up and like hitting them in the face and then finally yeah the action hero or whatever decides like okay you've hit me in the face a couple <laughs> times it's time to go it's time to unleash uh i also saw mission impossible this week that was a badass movie everybody says it's great and yeah, i man. guess tom cruise does a lot of his stunts his own stunts that's what he's like proud of yeah I was, uh, you know, sometimes they, the writers, and they write those movies. They, they, they don't write in certain stunts because they know Tom's gonna try and do them. Really? Yeah. It's too much of a liability for insurance. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But uh, this one, he he was on the side of a plane. I was watching the making of it. He actually went on the side of a plane. He had a safety harness, and it was, it was crazy. Did you see the trailer that they cut together replacing Tom Cruise with Chris Farley? Oh no, I heard it was. Funny. Dude. Amazing. Thank you, Brenton Biddlecombe, for sharing that on my Facebook wall. I'll have to check it out. I love how we recommend these videos, and then our listeners don't have no way to find them. Google Chris Farley. Chris Farley, Mission Impossible. Okay. Well, I guess it's not that hard. I feel like most podcasts that recommend links, they put them in the descriptions, but we just Yeah, don't we don't do that, do that though. <laughs> We're releasing this today. <laughs> we got to put it up as soon as we are done recording We this. don't got time for that. Man, man, we've been doing this podcast a while. I know, right? Three years uh, in two more months. Holy shnikes. Right into the building years to see if we should continue doing this podcast. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a challenge show. Will they continue or will they move on? I feel like even if whenever one of us gets on a TV show, think we should still do it because like john oliver does it and they just call in they do it on the phone it sounds shittier quality wise but uh it's still funny i would like to get to a point where we're taking calls on this show because that would be fun you like the callers yeah it'd be fun dear justin i heard that you wouldn't hit a woman would you hit a woman if she was coming at it? All the questions are like, would you hit a woman if she was wielding a chainsaw and she was about to, to kill your firstborn? No. no, I would not hit a woman. <laughs> I, I respect all women. I would yes. grab that chainsaw. Only You know the only times I've ever, in my dreams, I'm not even violent. Only times I've ever gotten a fight were to protect women. So if another woman, and I had to protect another woman, I guess that's the only scenario guys i'm talking all this crap i've never even been in a fight before <laughs> i have to admit that all of what i've just said has no like true bearing i'm not i'm not a fighter yeah it's really hard to get me i've had a couple of people try to get in fights with me i'm like it's Do not i'm just yourself? oh yeah i'm just like Shut it's down. i'm like it's not worth it i'm gonna walk away now it's not worth it yeah you don't seem like the kind of guy that would even yell at your girlfriend like no, I don't. Shut down. Yeah, but I just shut down emotionally, guys. <laughs> it's just a different. Uh, it's a different kind of tactic. I find when I do that, I make them more mad. It does sometimes. Yes, it does. It's okay. I'm working on it, Justin. <laughs> you know, we all have stuff that we're working on. Well, I'm glad this podcast taught you things. You know what, guys? This has been just su- such a blast today. Thank you for listening. Jeremiah's looking like he's about to start crying. So yeah, I'm starting to. This is an emotionally moving podcast. <laughs> I bet from the listener's standpoint, too. Wow. We're better people. At Justin the end of this and half Jeremiah's hour. lives are changing. Maybe for the worse. 
because we heard that Jeremiah sold weed on this podcast. <laughs> Actually, my family would probably be surprised. Be like, wait, what? You sold weed to somebody? Like, yeah, somebody gave it to me. What am I supposed to do with this? Smoke it? And now you can retire on top. $15 profit, baby. You put no money in to get that. Well, technically, if I get the $15, I will have made 40 Really? Yeah. Oh, he gave you twenty five. He gave already. me twenty five, and he owes me fifty. You got that much weed for free? It was a lot of weed. Thank you, Julie Marcus. <laughs> I was actually really surprised how much weed it was, because <laughs> he's like, he's like, how much you want? I was like, uh, forty, because it was a decent. I still think I gave him a deal, and uh, he's like, all right. It was like right away. I was like, oh, I could have gone higher. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Do uh, you got any shows to plug this week? Guys, Tuesday, August 11th at the Comedy Store, 8 p.m. Please come check out Stand Up on the Spot with special guests Joe Rogan, Steve Ranazisi from The League, Ralphie May, Tony Hinchcliffe, Tony Baker, Jade Catapretta, Stephen Kramer Glickman, Jeremiah Watkins. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be so much fun. Get tickets at standuponthespot.com. Twitter, at Jeremiah Standup. Hit me up. Guys, I'll just be in Phoenix, so uh, I think I'm going to try and pick up some shows either at the Improv or uh, uh, Stand Up Scottsdale. So we'll see. Uh, I'll throw it up on Twitter, at Justin Alexio, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for uh, being a part of this life-changing podcast. We love you, and uh, we will uh, talk to you soon. Smoke weed every day.